I don't even know what to say, guys. Private matches are here. You're listening to Destiny the Show. What up, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show, number 110, the Destiny News Podcast, keeping you the guardian ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. What a huge week. My co-host Diddy is right here. We're recording this Tuesday afternoon from the Satellite DTS Studios. What's up, dude? Um, I just got home from work. I'm still in my work clothes, ready to talk about Rise of Iron private matches. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's huge. So much to talk about. Man, I don't want to waste time. I want to just get into the news. Can we just go to the news? Jumping in. News! So, big week. Gamescom is going on. We've got Bungie over there showing off the new Vidoc, talking all about new things, showing off Supremacy, too. But private matches were announced. We got to see a ton of the new armor sets, all of the ornament stuff that's going down, the new weapons. It all looks freaking amazing. But before this happened a few days ago, or actually two days ago, they announced Destiny the Collection, which is a new offering on Amazon we talked about on a show from two weeks ago. It's going to be $60 in the United States, and it is going to contain Vanilla Destiny, The Dark Below, House of Wolves, The Taken King, and get this, Rise of Iron. So the entire Destiny experience For $60, it's going to be coming out the same day as Rise of Iron's release. So if you're a returning guardian, if you're somebody who's coming back to the scene, this is an excellent purchase. But it is, of course, as always, with Destiny pricing causing a stir. So here's the deal. On one side, you have people who are angry saying, hey, I bought everything day one and I paid a whole lot more than that. And then you have the other side of the coin, which is this is a great way to get new people into the game without having for them to pay like just excessive amounts for old content. So that's the two sides of the coin. I lean on the side of, hey, bringing new players in is excellent. I've grown up playing World of Warcraft. I understand how this works. If you buy content day one, you pay more for it. But that's part of the experience. These guardians getting the collection are not going to experience the day one stuff that we did on DB or House of Wolves or Taken King. That's my take on it. I don't want to waste time here. People can bring their pitchforks out all they want. What do you think, Diddy? Yeah, I just want to say something real quick. Even though the pricing is $60, there are certain websites and retailers that are offering the Taken King at around $20 US. And then you add Rise of Iron purchase on top of that. It actually comes out cheaper than the collection. I don't know how long those would last, but uh, keep your eyes out if pricing is an issue. and You can save a couple bucks there. Yeah, and I want to take the second here. Welcome back, returning guardians. We've seen our listenership jump the last few weeks. We know many of you are reigniting the flame and the passion for Destiny, so just welcome back. It's a great time to be somebody who enjoys this game, Rise of Iron. It's looking good. So it's looking good in what way, Diddy? What's the big deal that happened earlier today at Gamescom? They did a huge Crucible PvP reveal at Gamescom. Within the first five seconds of the Vidoc, we see Urk just nonchalantly saying, yeah, we got private matches in there. That What? Yes. That was like the biggest drive-by in the world. Just the punch in the face. Yes, private matches 
are a thing. We now have custom settings that we can adjust and we can actually invite 1v1s, we can do 2v2s, we can do 6v6 elimination on Bastion with vehicles. They said that that was one thing that they were testing and it was hilarious fun. Can you just imagine interceptor elimination on Bastion I'm, or First Light? Dude, so excited. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited about this and we'll go into the full details about every like setting you can tweak. One of them is the time of day. You can pick mm -hmm. the type of light you want on the map. You can load into it your, your, like yourself. In fact, uh, I've been trying to put together these kind of environment cinematic edits. I just put one up on my channel. And when I heard about this, my mind exploded because I'm gonna be able to load into a custom game with you. And I'm gonna be able to show weapon stats like I did an IS Lunar review recently. How cool would it be to have you in front of me and show exactly the point where the damage fall off comes into play? Or exactly the point where the aim assist stat no longer really matters. Mm -hmm. It's just insane. It's huge. The potential is just totally unlocked now. Machinima, Destiny Machinima is way easier now. We can actually have hide and seek. You turn the HUD off, you roll into a custom game with a bunch of your friends and you play hide and seek. That's so much easier now. I know people have been doing that in Rumble, but it's way easier now. That's going to be a thing. The thing that we don't know about, Sparrow Racing League. Are we going to be able to customize that? Probably not, but that, I think that I would be pretty so. cool. No, I think the game modes are only specific to the Crucible. Right, and yep. since SRL, I know you know that, obviously, but I think they're <laughs> holding off and keeping that mode locked away. But this is the first big step towards what we ultimately want, which is a Forge mode and, and more of an, a creative canvas for players to change the maps, to create their own game types. And this is the first big step towards that. Even bigger, okay, this finally allows competitive destiny to be a thing. And that is huge. You are going to finally have tournaments where players don't have to sit in orbit trying to match each other. Okay, you search it now? You search? Okay. Oh, no, we didn't get you. Back out. We'll do it again. That is going to be incredible. Third-party yeah, ladders are coming, dude. You know yeah. websites are already setting it up. Mm -hmm. MLG actually announced today that they're hosting a free-to-enter Destiny PvP tournament. Oh, and I don't know the specifics it. of it, but I do, do know it. the grand prize is, I think, $1,000. And the cool thing about... Um, competitions like this, tournaments. Bungie is actually officially giving a competition license. I'm going to quote here from an article on the Bungie website. Thinking of arranging a tournament to find out who is the best guardian in your clan or outside your clan? We now have the tools to support the competitive community. To set some expectations of for how guardians can fight for honor and riches, we're kicking things off with some basic guidelines. And there's a link that you can actually click to the competition license. I think the max prize you can give for a Destiny tournament officially and legally is $5,000. But I think this is absolutely amazing. That is. That is so stinking cool, dude. Uh, moving from that point, because we're going to return, talk about private matches a little bit later. That wasn't the only thing that they showed off in the Vidoc. Lots of weapons were shown off. New exotics, new raid weapons. We got to see basically all the main armor sets in the game. The new Iron Banner set, the new raid set, the new Trials of Osiris set, some new vendor weapons. And we also um, got to see a, a look at the ornaments. That's the thing that really stood out to me. What are ornaments again, and what do they look like in this Vidoc? Their armor piece augmentations that's what i'm calling them modifications basically you have a helmet for example and excuse me you add an ornament on top of it it gives you like some addition onto that helmet like a what they saw in the vidoc was like a glowing 
helmet on top of what you have it just makes it look a little cooler um, pair of gauntlets it starts to glow or like starts to glow in like different lines and patterns like a tattoo it's it's actually really really cool yes and the one that i was mainly thinking about too is you have flame burning inside <laughs> one of the armor sets in your gauntlets in your chest there's a fire in your chest yeah and i'm making the bet with you right now dude that is going to be the Eververse set. That is going to be the one that's in the new Sterling Treasure that we have to accumulate pieces of. I don't know. I think uh, I think it's going to be like the Iron Lord or Iron Banner set. Um, something of that oh, goes along with the quest line. Mm, all right. I'm putting 200 silver on this, dude. All right. It's right here right now. This is an emote on the table. Oh, we're doing our little handshake or high five emote that we got this past week. We did do the recruit a friend quest line on PlayStation 4. We're both X1 players mainly, but we finally got around to leveling PS4 alts and doing our <laughs> recruit a friend. That was awesome. The recruit a friend thing was so cool. We totally <laughs> forgot the rewards. So like, do we get a sparrow? Okay, we get a sparrow. Nice. Yeah, was, yeah. All right. Off topic. Let's bring it back, man. Let's bring it back. Talk to me about the Wretched Eye Strike. The concept for this was so just brutal. Yeah, so <laughs> the Wretched Eye Strike features a blind ogre who had his eye stolen by a fallen captain and attached it to his gun. The ogre tries to crush you while the captain shoots you with the eye blast. So we have two bosses <laughs> in this arena, and the fallen guy has an ogre blast. What? It's so vicious. It's so vicious. He's got a gun. With an ogre eyeball on the front of it, dude. That's metal. <laughs> and the, it's not metal. It's organic because it's an eyeball. Oh, got him. <laughs> so not only does the artwork stand out in that strike, but the actual concepts themselves, they're growing and improving these ideas, dude. I'm, I'm so excited because this, okay, yeah, maybe this isn't size of the Taken King, but it seems like they're figuring out how to make content for this game better and better and better. The shots they showed from... That strike were cool, but then they immediately in the Vidoc jumped right ahead to the the raid, okay? The Wrath of the Machine. What was that little segment in the Vidoc like? Oh, man. So we saw a couple new areas where there's there's a lot of jump puzzles. So those of you who need to practice your jumping, get on that. Um, there's like a, you're jumping through the wall, and there's different traps that you have to avoid falling. You know, they're pirates, mm -hmm. so you got to avoid those traps. And then the death Zamboni on top of the wall. I Guaranteed first boss fight. I don't think it's any farther than that. But it almost looked like we're doing a jump puzzle or maze while we're doing the death Zamboni fight. And that is insane because while Siva's up there, there's Siva enemies yeah. up there while you're being chased by the Death Zamboni. Yeah, so there's so many things that we're gonna have to juggle there in the raid. I think that is amazing. Again, remember the theme of the raid is collision. If you don't know what that really means, go ahead and Google it. I had to because I was like, what the f do they mean by that? But it makes a lot of a lot more sense now. So I think Absolutely. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. The footage they showed then of Archon's Forge, which we talked about before being kind of a blend of Court of Oryx and President of Elders. It's a uh, activity that you go to in the Plaguelands patrol zone, and however many guardians in that patrol zone join into the activity, or how many can compete in it, looks really cool, man. It actually looks a lot cooler than Court of Oryx, which for me was a nice idea, but something I didn't find myself visiting other than, hey... I need an artifact, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's social. It's it's, a so, it's in a social space. So very much like public uh, events, we're going to be able to have more Guardians join us in our fight. Actually, 
Now that I think about it, in the Viadoc, they said once you activate it, it actually closes off the walls, and you have to fight in the arena, in the Thunderdome, like they like to say. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be people waiting outside, though, especially yeah, around launch time. Mm-hmm. So four months in, maybe not as much. We got to see some of the lava bubbling out of the ground, and again, the armor sets look amazing. <laughs> I have to stress that it just looks so rock solid. I think that was the main stuff. Oh, the su- Supremacy game mode. We should mention that. That's the new PvP game mode. We've already sort of seen screenshots and figured it out, but it works like Kill Confirmed from Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. But the cool part is the actual engrams, they're not, that's not their name. Relics. But the item, what are they called? Relics. Relics. Those, when you kill somebody, the relic drops onto the ground. They have a collision. So you can actually use nades and they'll bounce around. So you could bounce <laughs> one towards you like Combat Evolve style. Pretty cool, that, right? That's insane. That is that is pretty awesome. And they actually, in the stream, they did have two Supremacy games going on that we could watch and they commentated over it. And it actually looks pretty good. It looks really, really good. It's the only way you can score points is actually by confirming or denying those uh, relics. And it's awesome. New Crucible they- maps look really, really good too. Yeah, that's a good transition. So there's three maps in total. There is one PlayStation exclusive map. We have Skyline, Last Exit, and the Floating Garden Gardens. Those will be coming to all three or all two platforms. Man, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but the PlayStation exclusive is called Icarus. The footage from each of them looked really nice. And you've got some built around close quarters and some built around maybe some larger sight lines. One almost looked like a more open version of pantheon which mm-hmm. I really they use that comparison in the stream as well did They're they like, yeah it's like it's a it's a they call it a three lane map very similar to pantheon it's a little bit smaller than pantheon i'm like quoting nice. from the stream and it's yeah yeah that's that's the goal and the two they showed were a little bit close quarters so uh, shotguns were king and basically shotguns are going to be king in this game mode because if you're a sniper and you snipe somebody across the map there's no way you're confirming that's, that exactly kill. that's a no great way. point <laughs> You might be a support sniper, but it's going to benefit players who are aggressive in their play style. Cough, mm-hmm. cough. Striker Titans. <laughs> Although, there may be a balance pass coming, you guys, sometime later this month. I'm just I'm just saying, or maybe beginning of September, I bet we're going to see one more balance pass right before Rise of Iron goes live. They might actually buff sidearms because they mentioned in the Vidoc we got tons <laughs> of sidearms coming and they showed a bunch, of, a wide variety. I think there was one even like... Burst um, fire. Burst fire in the Vidoc. I'm like, yes, give me that shit. And I want, I want sidearms to be a thing. I want an exotic sidearm so bad. I saw the... Wait, the dregs one didn't do ya? <sighs> no... Uh, it needs to be better, man. It needs to be the Needler. <laughs> it needs to be the Needler from Halo. It needs to. Yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody make a YouTube video with the thumbnail. Burst fire hand cannon. And it's like, dude, come on. <laughs> so it looks like the first Iron Banner of Rise of Iron. Wow, that's kind of hard to say. It's going to be the supremacy game mode. Nice. We'll all get a chance to test it out and take it away. Yeah. Private so- matches, man. Why don't we talk more about those and all of the settings that we'll be able to tweak and change? Yes. I'm so excited for private matches. You have no idea. Tons of game options. Basically anything you want, you can do. So you can pick any of the game types that are already in the game itself when picking. And you can also pick any of the maps in the game. You know, probably. I wonder, we're probably not going to be able to pick the PlayStation 4 exclusive ones that are still the exclusives. No. So the maps, Sector 618 and Icarus, are only available to players on the PlayStation 4. 
What is Sector 618? It's the one that came with Taken King. So it doesn't seem like Xbox One players are going to get it this year. What? Doesn't seem like it hasn't been officially confirmed, but we can't choose it in private matches. We know that for sure. Okay. Well, we'll have to look more into that as time pushes forward. We can adjust the score limit, which everybody should be pretty familiar with that. And you can also do a match score limit in the elimination game type. So you could actually change the amount of rounds a team would need to win in order to complete an elimination match. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. 10 rounds. Yeah, maybe seven. Maybe it's first (laughs) to seven. I don't know. Change the time limit. That's pretty obvious. But this one's cool. The light level. So you can actually play Saladin and turn light level advantages on or off. Yeah. Yep, it's bas- it's just an enable or disable toggle between the two. You can't set it to like, oh, 300 is the max light level available or no, none of that crap. It's just enabling light level advantages. So they said in the stream, the example of if you and a buddy just want to grind it out at end game contents, then you can do it. Yeah. Well, that might be a way to eliminate some of the year one weaponry, although a lot of the big players are coming back in year three. So I don't know. What weapons in particular you'd want to nuke by doing this? Yeah, the gear that's dropping in Rise of Iron, <laughs> you're going to want the new stuff. Yeah. Because it's just oh. absolutely insane. The artistic. You saw that new HMG that was all smooth and curvy. Looked yeah. Uh, the raid armor. I'm going to become the, uh, the red Engram. It's going to happen. I know you don't like the Warlock set, but the Hunter set, I think it looks awesome. Do you agree with me that the Warlock set looks kind of stupid? <laughs> it does look like the um, the soundproofing sound the soundproofing foam exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah the other sets look great and I'm all or for a it. studded I belt. He feel... <laughs> looks like he walked out a hot topic, <laughs> <laughs> like straight up. All right, you can switch teams. What a surprise! You can do that in, in before the game in orbit, and you can actually do it inside of the match itself by. Uh, pressing the touchpad on the PS4 or the view button on Xbox One, D-pad, scoreboard. We skipped an teams. option. Time of day we... and oh, vehicles. Oh, yeah, the, and vehicles. So we can choose the time of day we want for the map because there's a day and night cycle for each map. And vehicles, we can enable them if if the map permits. We can't get like an interceptor on rusted lands, unfortunately. <laughs> um, that'll one be, day. That'll be once one day. Forge is added. Yes, one day. But uh, maps like First Light, I can actually play more than once since the launch of Destiny. Yes, that's still a fact. I have not played oh. First Light more than once since Destiny launched. If you guys never got to try the very first few days of the beta, the Oof. interceptor on first light. And it wasn't just <laughs> one interceptor, guys. It was two of them. Oh, my gosh. They the were blast insane. radius on the rockets was larger, and the detonation was larger as well. It was fantastic, yeah. man. It was and the rate not, of fire was, was faster. Oh, my gosh. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and then the pikes actually were pretty good back then, too, it felt like. But anyway, yeah. getting off topic. So... I think you can have voice channels, right? You can have fire team and, and, and chat enabled, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Similar to changing teams, you just pull up the D-pad and jump in the voice channel. Regardless of which voice channel is selected, players cannot communicate with other players in their lobby who are not in the same voice channel. For example, a teammate in the fire team voice channel cannot communicate with team members who have only opted to be in the team voice channel and vice versa. So maybe a way to separate people who use in-game mics so that team A doesn't hear team B's Mm -hmm. communication. Yeah, exactly. 
this is crazy. You actually get activity rewards from private matches. <laughs> Post-game. What? You don't get engram drops from killing guardians. So if you're thinking, oh, we're just going to spawn in with a buddy, and I'm just going to keep killing him and getting those engrams. No, that's not how it works. It's and typical you can only earn rare rewards. gear, so blues. Yeah. yeah. Only rare gear is available up to rare gear, right? Yes, yes. Or it, but, actually, it just says only rare gear. So maybe only blues. I love that they have to put here... Exotic engrams cannot drop from three of coins and the exotic particles effect granted by three of coins will not be consumed upon the completion of a private match. I love that they have to put that. Yeah, can you imagine if exotic engram farming was possible in private matches? That'd be stupid. Uh, Exploits are coming. Everybody listening, exploits to private matches are coming. I'm just letting you know right now, people are going to A, break the maps way worse than the exploits that we have now. I guarantee you that. People are going to find ways to use this to exploit something. That's how the internet works, and I think it's a big reason. Well, okay, let's finish up with this before we take a stab in the dark why it took so long <laughs> to get this. Heavy ammo always has to spawn on the third round in trials. Elimination. Or, me, elimination, same thing, basically. But, like, always, when you're playing it, you can't shift it. So we don't have access to a lot of the inside nitty-gritty stuff just yet. Yeah, Not a exactly. big deal. Progress may be earned in private matches toward the daily crucible bounties and test weapons received from the gunsmith. What? That's awesome. So if you have a PvP test weapon, you actually get to go into a test arena, a la the private matches, and test the weapons instead of having to actually force yourself to use those weapons in sweaty crucible matches. The bounty thing just throws me off. People are going to go in there and complete those bounties like... That's, that's interesting. Now, it's the daily Crucible bounties. It does not appear to be Shax's bounties, no. which tend to be the more difficult ones. But I guess they just show they're not too worried about people going in and, and farming their bounties, the dailies. Like, people will... I don't really think it's that big of a deal, but you get what I'm saying, right? You might have, hey, yeah. buddy, stand there while I get my headshots, you know? Yeah, exactly. Progress may not be earned in private matches towards quests, record books, or weekly bounties. Okay, there they said right there. All, all participating players will receive 30 Crucible Reputation upon completing each private match. This can be increased with the Crucible Champion perk found on some class items. However, the Crucible Rep Boosters will have no effect. This is the most shocking thing to me because I, I felt Bungie was just going to say, Nope, no post-match rewards. <laughs> nope, no rep for you and nothing counts towards the bounties. So... This and you were getting a little bit of benefit out of playing private matches, man. Yeah, for the like they're trying to foster the competitive environment. So for pro teams that only do private matches for scrims or stuff like that, they still have a sense of progress towards whatever they're going for. Mm -hmm. And just to note, if you guys don't buy Rise of Iron and you're on current gen consoles, X1 or PS4, you still get access to private matches. It's not exclusive to the folks who own Rise of Iron. You still do need PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold, but I thought that was a nice touch to the eight people who are going to stay behind. There's a, a quick note on that. There's an asterisk. All players in a private match lobby must own Rise of Iron before the supremacy game type can be played. Yes. Because that is I specific to the expansion. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, every private match game type can be launched with just one person. Boom. All right. That's a... Uh... <laughs> That's awesome, Diddy. I look at the menu and I just go, Bungie, you guys are really starting to feel like you guys again. You're really starting to remind me. When I see that menu, I, I get these Halo 3 feel goodies in me, man. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, when you're, there's another thing with private matches. When you join a private match, it actually shows your clan affiliation in the game. That's right. So clan wars, I think, are going to become a prominent thing. And depending on how Bungie implements the clan roster, which was mentioned briefly in one of the articles you sent me, Mm -hmm. and I'll quote here, every private match will take place in a personal clubhouse that bears the name of the clan that controls it. You won't need to be in a clan to host your own match, as any clan overlord can attest. An active roster makes it easier to fill a lobby. This makes me feel like there might be some changes to our social menus in the game as well. Yeah, absolutely. There is a game uh, clan roster in the game. They did confirm that. There's also details in that link that we'll have in the show notes uh, where you can get the more detailed info on the clan roster. Did they show off any real info with that? Because I couldn't find any like screenshots. Not in the stream. No, I didn't okay. see any screenshots either. They just have a detailed bullet list, just like we uh, just read off of the private matches. That probably confirms all those clan changes that were going on not too long ago. Remember mm-hmm. about two and a half months ago and we had to change our clan name because we have like over 100 members on both sides or whatever. So we had to swap names. They did an overhaul. To, ah, boring. You guys are bored. I'm done. Okay. So <laughs> why did it take so long to get this into the game? I'm blaming last gen like yeah. I do always. I would agree with that. Just the amount of customization that you can do. Like... <sighs> Hardware restrictions on last generation consoles. There's no way you can have those kinds of customizations in private matches on those crucible maps. I'm thinking 6v6 elimination with vehicles. It, that's, I don't know, just seems like a hardware restriction on uh, on their end. And it does seem like they've wanted to do it for a long time, but they wanted to do it right. Yeah. And this seems like a better option than, all right, you can just play insert game type here. No other options are allowed mm-hmm. to be changed. Right. And as we move forward, we know we're going to get more options to change. We've worked alongside, well, not worked. We've played Bungie games now for over a decade, you and I. And we've seen how their custom games options have evolved between Halo 3 to Reach. And it's just grown. I mean, even Halo 1 awesome. to Halo Reach. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. The that's online a good point. stuff. Yeah. I was thinking more along the lines with Forge introduction in Halo Three ah, and how that's, that's ultimately true. going mm-hmm. to be like the big the big ticket. Because right now private matches are going to support the competitive community. We're gonna have some fun internal things we do with our Destiny the Show clan. It's happening, guys. Clan wars inside DTS. Mm-hmm. It's going down. We'll figure out some prizes. But beyond those purposes right now, this is a stepping stone. This isn't the end. This is just a step in the right direction. So what can you do now in Destiny while you wait for Rise of Iron? Play the Iron Banner event that's going on right now. You got the hand cannon and the shotgun available for rank four and five, or five and four uh, rewards. The, the hand cannon roll is absolutely insane. It's so good. It's God roll. It's it's a perfect Fanalis roll. You have reactive reload and outlaw. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it is like... It's nuts to me that that's what they're giving away, man. I just did an IS yeah. Lunar review, and I'm looking at this going, okay, I'm putting the IS uh, back in the old vault. <laughs> yeah, Finalis Parallel actually has uh, more aim assist than IS Luna as well, so it's going to feel a little bit better to hit those shots, and it does two-shot if reactive reload is active. With Outlaw. That combo is just... <laughs> I like that they're picking these things, but I'm also going, guys, come on. 
That's really good. <laughs> You're giving this away to a lot of people. This has been the theme with Iron Banner the last, what, mm-hmm. three events. Good stuff, good roles, better rewards. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess they're trying to even the playing field for the uh, tournaments coming up. <laughs> Give everybody the best weapon in the game so you, or no one's uh, no one's at a disadvantage. <laughs> Hand cannons are still fighting with some of the year two constraints, man. Talking about phantom yeah. bullets, timing mm-hmm. your shots, and the damage drop off. It's real, guys. It's very real. I like where you're going with that. Since we have a lot of new people coming back or old listeners returning to the to the game and the show, what other stuff should they be doing in preparation for Rise of Iron? I would encourage everybody, get your Guardian above 300 light and finish off the Taken King campaign. You don't have to finish all the quest lines, but finish the main campaign and get above 300 light. That's what I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. The, the one quest line that I think everybody should do is the Taken War on every single planet. You get really good rewards from it, and it gives you more insight into the Taken King's background story. And it's it's just really good, in my opinion. It's very long as well, so it's going to keep you busy through the next couple weeks. Also, Court of Oryx farming for those artifacts is always good. You know, get you used to some older mechanics, like, for instance, there's a boss in there that's uh, very similar to Crota in Crota's End Raid. So some people don't know the mechanics there, so that's a really good place to practice that. You still have time to complete Moments of Triumph Year 2. Maybe not all of them. If Running you're still... out of time on some calcified fragments, though. Running out that's of time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we're getting close. But outside of the, the fragments and Year 2 Moments of Triumph, go back and run an old raid or two with some friends if you can. Mm-hmm. Vault of Glass is so much fun. We've done raids runs where we put on all Year 1 gear and go back and, like, are you using Vision of Confluence? No, man, I got my Fatebringer out. I'm like, I've never gotten a Fatebringer still, you know? Fatebringer's a fantastic weapon. Rub it in. Rub it in. <laughs> all right, guys, all the links from today and more will be on our website. Make sure you watch the Vidoc and, man, hype. Just hype. That's all I have to say at the end of the show. Where can people find your content, dude? Twitch.tv slash Destiny the Show. The Monday before Rise of Iron launches, I'll be streaming, and I'll be streaming that entire week. I'm shooting, this is my goal, 12 hours a day, every single day, and then the raid's going to hit, and it's going to be until we finish it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, so you guys can send rations to Diddy (laughs) at... I'm just kidding. Twitter.com slash Diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S. That's where you can send me stuff. Exactly. Uh, remember to check out our friends, destinytracker.com, the best place in the Destiny universe to track your stats. You can go to our website, destinytheshow.com. For all the links from today and more, I've been garbage about updating it. I know I'll be working on that very soon. It's just work. Guys, Ugh, I, I, wasn't even, I wasn't able to watch the stream today. I've been buried for Here, like three weeks. So. I'll tell you what. I worked 30 hours the last four days. I know. I didn't even <laughs> like see you this weekend. When I got the DM, I was like, it's okay, bro. I know. I know you buried. Yeah. <laughs> Worked uh, over 12 hours over the weekend. That was no no boy. Yuck. Yuck. I'm not a fan. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon, same name on YouTube. And I am putting together what I think are at least some of my more creative Destiny videos with these cinematic uh, explorations of spaces. So I will do my shameless self-promo. Check out the video on my channel called Radiant Something, a tour of the Cosmodrome. Radiant <laughs> nice. Destiny. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Brain fart. Uh, that's going to do it for today. Shoot us your reactions over on Twitter. We'd love to read them. We'll put together and it came from Twitter segment. Have a good week and we'll talk to you next time.